Hello, friend. Welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit. I'm Kaysen, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Whether this is your first time or you've been listening since the beginning, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad you're here for a recap of Tuesday's episode. So if you didn't listen to part two, go listen to the interview with Gabe. But we're going to be talking about part two today and recapping and talking about how can we live it out? How can we live out taking thoughts captive? What does that mean? And Gabe did an amazing job with giving us so much practical action steps that we can take in our lives, even as busy mamas. And the point is, is that you don't just hear, that you're not hearers only. There's a Bible verse that says, do not be hearers only, be doers. So I think that can apply to things in our lives that we learn because the word says to take every thought captive. But have we ever stopped to really say, okay, how do I do that? What does that mean in my life? How can I actually take a thought captive? That feels impossible because I have thousands of thoughts every single day. So I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. What does that mean? Help me. So that is what we're doing here. And Gabe, like I said, already did an amazing job on Tuesday's episode. If you missed that, press pause, go listen to the interview with Gabe. She gives you a bunch of action steps and how to get started, why it matters, all that good stuff. Today, we're going to be taking one of those things and we're going to be talking about how we can practically live it out in our lives. There's going to be a post, an accountability post in the community group. If you're not already in there, click below in the show notes, join us, come find the post that's talking about Tuesday's interview. And we're going to jump right in into how we're going to live this out as busy mamas, how we're going to take thoughts captive, how we can really clean out our thoughts and take inventory so that we can shift, so that we can make a change, so that this thought that's been on repeat in my mind does not have to define me any longer, that I no longer have to deal with that thought. I can start working on another thought. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Grab your coffee, grab your tea, or just keep doing what you're doing. Let's dive in. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity, all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen, and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom, and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. Okay, so the one thing that I am going to be taking away from my chat with Gabe and I think it may be a good place for you to start too, is just to carve out time this week, this weekend, to sit with pen and paper or just sit in the quiet, but that is key. I want you to get into the silence because when we get into the silence and we sit, not with your phone, not with anything distracting you, try to make just five or 10 minutes. Five minutes is a really long time. If we were to sit in silence right now, you would be like, 
what is happening? This is so uncomfortable. If we were sitting together in a room and we sat together in silence for five minutes, it would be so awkward. So five minutes is a really long time when you're sitting, when you're getting still, and when you're just being. And I think that is what it takes for us to become more self-aware, for us to tune in, for us to turn inward and to say, okay, God, what is it that you want to show me? What is it that I may be running from? What is it that I haven't dealt with fully? What lies am I believing about myself? What lies do I believe about motherhood? What lies am I believing about my kids or my husband or my life, my family, my job? What is it? Show me. And so when we come with that willingness, when we ask, when we seek, the Lord is faithful. He will answer. He will open the door. You will receive. It may not be the first time. It may not be the second time. But He is faithful to show you those things because He wants to lead and guide you. And He can't do that if you're so hung up and Satan has you so entangled in all these lies. So the first place that I want us to start taking action with this is to really just sit and be still or sit with a journal and really think through, okay, what is it that I'm believing? What thoughts, what one thought do I notice comes up over and over either when things don't go my way, when I don't have time to myself like I wanted When things feel like they're crazy and chaotic, when my kids don't listen, when I feel flustered, when I feel behind, when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel stressed, what are the things that you're thinking when you make mistakes, when you mess up? What are you thinking in that moment? And this is going to take practice. It is going to take time. This is not something that, like we said on Tuesday, it is not easy, especially when you're first starting out because it's so new. And because you don't really know where to start and what to pick. But when you're lying in bed at night, if you ever have thoughts of feeling like a failure, if you ever have thoughts of not being good enough, if you ever have thoughts of you didn't do enough, that you're not a good mom, that you're not a good wife, that you're just not enough. I'm just not cut out for motherhood. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. This is too hard. I'm too tired. I'm not good at this. I'm a failure. I don't know if I can succeed. I don't know if I can do this thing. I can't handle this. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience. I don't have the energy. I'm a hot mess. There's something wrong with me. I don't measure up. I'm not skinny enough, not muscular enough. I'm always going to struggle. I'm never going to change. I'm stuck here. I'm always going to be like this. I'm always going to have anxiety. I'm always going to deal with this depression. This is never going to change for me. Nothing's ever going to get better. Nothing. This is never going to go away. I'm never going to lose the weight. I'm never going to stop yelling. My house is never as clean as hers. My house isn't as nice as hers. My house isn't as big as hers. My morning doesn't look like that. My morning will never be peaceful. I'll never have time in the morning for myself. I'll never have time to myself. Other people have it easier than I do. Other people are more blessed than I am. I'm not creative enough. I'm not patient enough. I talk too much. I don't talk enough. I'm too quiet. I'm too outgoing. There are so many negative thoughts that are on repeat. And I hope that if something that I just said kind of stung a little bit or made you like, ooh, gosh, I don't know, maybe even triggered a little, 
That is your thought. That is what you need to address. That is what you have to get to the root of. Why do you have this recurring thought? Why is that belief about yourself? Why are you holding that belief? What is it that's making you believe that? What has built that and formed that in you to where you believe that is true? To where you have it on repeat and you you repeat it to yourself over and over and over again. Okay, so now that you have an idea of all of the options out there, because I'm sure that everyone listening has thought one of those things. We covered a whole lot of stuff in like 30 seconds. But the point here is that you're going to sit and you're going to take a journal, pen and paper, and you're just going to write. And if you want to, when you get done writing, you can rip this up into a million pieces. You can burn it. You can throw it in the trash. I don't care what you do with it, but we have to write. We have to start to stir things. And that might be part of your prayer. If you're a Christian mama, when you sit down, ask the Lord to stir it within you, stir up in your heart, these things that need to be uprooted. Okay, because that is the only way that change is actually going to happen is if we take something out so that we can put something else in. Something has to, truth has to replace the lie. So we have to uproot the lie, take it out, and then we have to replace it with truth. But you can't do that if you don't know what you're fighting against. If you if you haven't been able to reach that level of self-awareness and know and say, okay, this is what I struggle with. This is what I tend to think. This is my weakness. This is my negative automatic thought. This is what I know is on repeat in my mind when things don't go my way or when I'm feeling upset, when I'm feeling sad, when I'm feeling stressed or angry. Know yourself. And this is why it's important to know yourself so that you can fight with truth because we can't just show up and not know what we're fighting against because we don't have the correct armor. We have to take on the armor of God and then we can fight back with scripture of who God says you are, of promises in his word that will squash every single negative thought that I just listed. None of them are true. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your circumstances are. None of those things are true. You're not too much of anything. There might be things that you need to work on for sure. There might be things that need to change so that you can be a better, healthier, more fulfilled, joyful, peaceful, calm version of yourself. But everybody is always making progress toward those things. Nobody's perfect. And so what is it for you? What needs to be your priority? For me, like I share when I share my story, I just wanted to feel more calm I wanted to feel peace because my head and my mind was a disaster. It was a hot mess express, okay? It was. And I don't play into that phrase. I don't call myself a hot mess mom anymore. And I've got a whole episode on why I don't. But my mind was a train wreck. And it's because I believed and I bought into these lies that the enemy fed me. And I stayed hooked on them. Like I was I was entangled. And I just kept living on autopilot every single day, telling myself the same lies, believing the same thoughts, the same thing. And it's not serving you. That's not who God created you to be. That's not who you were designed to be. It's not the kind of mom, the kind of life that you were created to live. We are called into abundance. There is abundant life for you. There is freedom for you. You have been set free from the lies. You've been set free from your past, from your sin, from all these things, all of your mistakes, 
all of the things you don't get right, all of the things that you mess up, you're set free from that. So every single day that you wake up and you continue to live stuck in that, in the mistake, in the past, in the thing that you're, you feel like you aren't showing up, that you're not measuring up to, every day that you stay stuck in that and you don't take on the new, you don't step into the woman and the mom and the person that God created you to be, you're not living in the fullness of his grace. You're not living in freedom. And that is exactly where Satan wants to keep women stuck. Women of God, that is where he wants you to stay stuck. Is believing that you're just too tired. Is believing that you don't have enough time. Is believing that this is just too hard. Believing that you're a mess. Believing that you're not whatever enough or you're too whatever. You could fill in the blank with anything that you're not patient enough, that you're not strict enough, that you will never measure up, that nobody likes you, you're too quiet, you're too loud. That is not your identity and you are not stuck there. That is not who you are in Christ. We let all these other labels overshadow the most important label that should define us in our lives every single day, mama. Because God created you intentionally for a purpose. Every single piece of you, every single part is not a mistake. You were intentionally created. And so the the part and, and what I'm hoping that you're seeing here is that this is why it matters that you stop and that you sit with your thoughts and you actually ask yourself, what am I believing? Because I know what we do. I know what you do. You keep yourself occupied. You run from yourself. You scroll your phone. You watch Netflix. You complain about it. You talk to your best friend about it. And we would rather pass blame and just play into, buy into hot mess mom culture and just say, well, this, it just is how it is. I'm just a hot mess mom. Because it's, it's easy to do that. It's easy to make excuses. It's easy to sit on your couch and binge eat or binge watch. I've done both. Okay, so I can speak from experience. I can speak from someone who's been there. Emotional eating, scrolling my phone, zoning out on on social media. Because acknowledging my reality was too hard, too painful. That's the truth. And that's the reason that we run from ourselves. That's the reason that we cope in very unhealthy ways. And it's all based on lies. But that is not how we were designed to live. That's not what God calls us to. And so I hope that if I'm stepping on your toes, I'm sorry, but it's in love because you need to hear this. I know this is what I needed to hear. And I wish someone would have been sitting in front of a mic and saying this to me because maybe it wouldn't have taken me so long to figure it out because I look back now and I I swear I could just cry because I think about how long I lived stuck in that place, so unfulfilled. Because if you're there and if you have these lies replaying in your mind and they're just beating you up, then you know that you're not fulfilled. You know you're not happy. You want to feel true joy. You know that that is yours in Christ. You know that you have joy and peace in Him, but you don't feel it. It's because we're so gripped by these lies and these thoughts that just simply are not true. I know what it's like to live in that pain and that overwhelm and that stuck and and not being happy about it, but also not knowing what to do with it 
And I'm here to tell you that this is how you start. You sit down and you get real with yourself and you ask God to show you what is it that I need to rewrite? What is one thought, God, that I need to take captive? And every time that thought comes into my mind that this is just too hard or that I'm a hot mess or that I'm not pretty enough or skinny enough, I'm not, I don't talk enough, I don't have a a good personality, whatever it is for you, every single time the one thought, not all of them, because I know we have more than one, the one thought, every time that it comes up, you're going to start to rewrite it and you're going to look after you sit down and this is the takeaway. After you sit down and you journal and you get some things out and you figure out what is the one thing that you're going to pay attention to right now, you're then going to go to scripture or if you're not a Christian mama, you're going to come up with another truth statement that you can combat that lie with. Prove to yourself every time the mean thought comes up, the negative thought comes up, prove to yourself with truth why it's not true. And as a Christian mama, you need to root that in scripture because there's nothing, absolutely nothing that can stand against his word. So (laughs) I really did not mean to kind of get on a soapbox and preach, but this is like where my heart is. Like this is so, I'm so passionate about this because there's no reason that we as mamas, that we as women, as Christian women need to live in bondage and slavery to these thoughts, to these mean girl thoughts that are just trying to bully you and keep you stuck because that's where Satan wants you. But I'm here to remind you that that is not what God has called you to. That is not what God promises you in his word. So I hope that you'll take time to sit down and flesh this out, live it out, walk it out and do the thing. Okay, it's the one thing. We're sitting down this week and we're gonna we're gonna pinpoint the one thought that we're gonna start to work on. So come into the community group, find the post that is talking about living it out from part two of our spring series. And I will see you back next week for part three in our April series, Spring Cleaning. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Mama. I pray this blessed you. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.